hate my reflection. I know we done learned some lessons, and you about to tell us what it is and what it ain't, so just leave a message after the sploosh. <laughs> I love you. Hey, beautiful. I am back with another My Opinion book version, and uh, this time we're going to be doing the book From Paycheck to Purpose by Ken Coleman. And first off, this was just a really good book. Like if you are having a hard time figuring out how to change your passions into monetary, a monetary, into a monetary thing, how to really even discover what your passion is and how you can just become this person who's living their dream and getting paid to do it. This is a very good book. It put a lot of things into perspective for me. It helped me clear up a lot of things. There were some like, not worksheets, but there were some prompts, I shall say, some exercises that you could do to really discover and dig deep. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start by just going through the seven steps or stages in this book that kind of that he kind of goes into. So the first one is to get clear. The second one is to get qualified. Third, get connected. Fourth, get started. Fifth, get promoted. Sixth, get your dream job. And seven is give yourself away. Um, yeah, so let's just let's just jump into it. I took some notes, you know, and we're just going to talk about everything that came up. Not too much because I still would like you to read the book so you can get the whole gist of it and just uh, just absorb all of the information that I absorb by reading this. But I just want to give you a kind of couple tips and tricks before you read the book or if you don't want to read the book. This is like some key highlights from it. Okay, so the first step, which is get clear, was basically how you get to know exactly what you want. This is who you are, what contribution you want to make to the world, and why does that impact mean something to you? Okay, so I'm pretty sure this is the this is a chapter or the section where he went in to um he went into this exercise where you figure out you figure out um your hard skills, your soft skills, your passion indicator, and this is just really like what you're good at what you like doing, what your mission is. And then you create a mission statement from all of that. So basically hard skills, I'll go through some of mine, hard skills, photo, video, editing, writing music, poetry, fashion design, doing hair, singing, rapping, and math. And my soft skills were like, I'm a quick learner. I'm optimistic, patient, funny, inviting, and a visualizer. And then the passion indicator, the things that I'm very passionate about, with making clothes, getting dressed up, going thrifting, creating, reading, listening to music, traveling, eating, singing, basically. And then my mission indicator was healing people and giving people guidance. I I really thrive off making people feel better, whether that's laughter, whether that's giving them advice, whether that's just sharing my story to help them, um, doing things for people, just whatever I can do to make people feel better. I feel like that's my mission in life to 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 uplift people to heal the world basically um and then my mission statement that I got from this was 
I was created to use my talents of graphic design, writing, fashion, singing, and rapping, visualizing, and math to perform my passions of making clothes, being cute, thrifting, creating, reading, traveling, eating, and eating to accomplish my mission of healing. And then you go into a marketplace match where kind of where you could go, what field or like what's already exists that you can step into that matches these things. So mine was the fashion industry, modeling, YouTube, music, uh, being an author, doing meetups with people, documenting things and my podcast. So this just kind of just made me realize that I can really do all the things that I love doing in a purposeful way and in a I can really put all these things under an umbrella because before this, I kind of just knew I liked to do multiple different things and I was kind of unclear on how I could take all of these things and successfully and clearly <laughs> make a living from these things. Um but yeah, just just kind of wrap my head around all the things I could do, seeing them in the sentence and just doing that really helped um and then they he even goes into somebody who does the things that you already do who is a good model for that and my model was tiana taylor because you know she's a singer she models she raps she she's highly highly fashionable like some of her some of her words are healing um you know, she makes music videos and she travels a lot. She's a family woman. She's a mom. And I'm also a mom. And she is in a, 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 from what I know, from what I see, an amazing relationship with her life partner. And she's just herself. And that is, that is a great example of who I want to do, of who I want to be. Another example is Raven Elise. She's a YouTuber and she's like multi-hyphenate. She has a lot of things going on. She's a DIYer. She's a mom. She's an entrepreneur and she's kind of built her brand around herself. So those are just two of my near models. And um, yeah, that's, that's what they, that's what they went into when they, for the get clear part. And they also, he also wanted you to find your sweet spot. So the sweet spot is a spot where, where you can do what you do best. You do the work that you love the most and you can get the results of your work that matter deeply. So you got your talent, your passion and your mission. And now like what job or what craft or what, what role fits all of those and that's your sweet spot that's what you really want to try to aim for okay and also with that list that I just created of all the things the little exercise he had us do he wanted you to get feedback from other people because getting feedback from other people is very important it will help validate you and it will also help you see things that you might not have seen had you not asked other people about yourself you know what I'm saying so that was that was step one, getting clear, getting clear on who you are, on what you love, on what you want to do and where you want to be and who you want to be. OK, now the second step is getting qualified, which which requires you to make a plan. So in order for me to be all of these things, I have to get qualified. I have to do some work. I have to do some research. Um, so this goes into learning things, maybe going to fashion school, maybe just watching a couple of YouTube videos or going to a quick class to get a certification, um, 
going to open mics for my poetry, doing what I'm, what else? Going on Pinterest, looking at DIY things. What else did I say I like doing? Just, just learning everything that I can about where I want to be and also finding these opportunities to gain experience. So I might not, I might want to be a world-class, uh, world-known singer, you know what I'm saying? But in order for me to do that, I have to take steps to get there. I need to get qualified from doing that. I can't just go from not singing out in public to being on the stage in front of a million people. I need to go to open mics. I need to post my music on, on the line. I need to get in contact with other musicians. You know, I need to surround myself with people in places that have these things that I desire. And another thing he was saying was, do what you can with what you have. So, oh, yeah, getting qualified, you're going to have to figure out how much it's going to cost and not just financial, but also time. Like, how much time is it going to take me to build up these skills? How much time is it going to take me to, to write an album? How much time is it going to take me to to get everything done? And the last one he said was, how long, how long will it take? How much will it cost and how long will it take? Well, I guess that's money and time. <laughs> so when going on this path, you don't really want to take shortcuts. You don't really want to go the cheap way. You don't want to go the short route. You don't want to try to speed things up. You don't, Because I heard something. It was like, it was like, most of the time when you go cheap, you'll end up paying twice. Because, you know, if you buy something cheap, it's going to break. It might break in two weeks. And you should have just went ahead and bought the whole thing. The, the real thing, the heavy-duty thing. So now, not only did you buy the heavy-duty thing, but you also spent money and brought the cheap thing, so you wasted more money than you could have initially spent. Um, But, yeah, and that made a lot of sense to me. And also when he says stay focused on your goal no matter what, no matter what obstacles, no matter what challenges come, because they will come. When you're on your journey to somewhere great, when you're on your way to the finish line, there are going to be obstacles and hurdles and things that try to stop you from from getting there you know what I'm saying it's not going to be an easy path but no matter what happens you just can't let that stop you you can't let nothing stop you you have to keep keep going baby just keep it keep it going okay um what else oh another good thing he said was focus on the positive focus on finishing focus on what you have to do right now so you can get to do what you want to do so let's say you have to take this job because you need the finances but also also it's in your field let's say you you just to get your foot in the door you have to do this right now or let's say let's say you lose your car or you don't have your car you you gotta walk to work every day even though you don't want to you wish you could be in your car of course you wish you could just go crank that thing up and drive to work. But in order for you to be able to obtain the car, you have to walk to work every day to stack up for that car. You know what I'm saying? So don't be upset with the the, the current circumstances that life presents you because you have to get to them to go to, to get to where you're going. Okay, now that that sums up the second step of get qualified. Now the third step was getting connected. And one of the most important things he said to me that made a lot of sense was you already know everybody you need to know. And it might not be like, let's say, if you list out everybody that you know, which is another exercise that he had us do, and you start 
calling these people and connecting with these people because they might not directly have a connect for you, but they might have a connect that has a connect. You know what I'm saying? So even though you might not might only know 10 people, just imagine those 10 people know 10 people, that's 100 people. And, and all of those 10 people know 10 people, that's 1,000 people. So you already know so many people, you just have to start connecting and and talking to these people and letting them know what you got going on, letting them know your goals, letting them know where you're trying to go. Because if they don't know, baby, then they're never going to, they're never going to be able to help you. And another thing he says was about networking. Networking is really boo-boo. High key, like networking is coming off as schmoozy, coming off as using somebody you know for what they have or who they know but when you connect with somebody that's a whole different level it's not just yes i i know you have something that i need it's a real connection like it's long lasting and it's beneficial on both ends okay but a networking is more like a transactional like let me call you up because i know you got something or you know i know you know somebody so let me call you up real quick and you know half listen to what you about to say so i can ask my question so that was very important to me. It made a lot of sense to me. And it, it, he also even, he even went into like connecting for introverts. Cause I'm kind of an introvert. It depends on the situation, but it's good. Like the introverts are pretty great at connecting because the more you can listen to somebody and take in what they're saying, the more they're going to feel comfortable with you. The more they're going to like open up to you and, and just present more information. So that was that was very good. And then another thing he said was relationships are the currency of progress. Okay. In order to do what you want to do, you have to be around people who are doing it in the places it's happening. The opportunity will find you. That was a proximity principle that he stated. Like if you want to if you want kind of like if you want to be a millionaire, you gotta start hanging around millionaires type vibe. Like if you want to be a YouTuber, you need to be on YouTube. You can't be a YouTuber on Twitter. You know, if you never go on YouTube, you can you have to see what's going on, see who's in the community, see who who's doing their thing on on another level than you're currently on. So you can take notes and get to know them and see which steps you need to take. Okay. Um let me see what else he said. Oh, like I was saying earlier with the connecting thing, you have to let people know what you're doing because let's say he had an example of this girl, this woman who had a brother or something who was in the radio and that's what he was trying to get into. So it was like if he didn't tell her about his dream job and what he was trying to do, she probably would have never brought up that her family has a radio studio or something like that. But you have to let people know what you're doing because that's how things... You never know who somebody knows or what they know or what they saw or none, nothing like that. Okay? Um, but yeah. And, oh, another thing with getting connected is is taking... Taking... Is what? <laughs> Respecting other people's time. Respecting other people's time, like literally respecting other people's time. That was that was it. Respecting other people's time, always being aware of time. When you ask somebody for fifteen minutes, baby, keep an eye on the clock. 
You got your 15 minutes, go. If you tell somebody you're going to be there at 1.30, baby, be there at 1.25. Like, be respectable of other people's time because you also don't know what other people have planned or what they have going on. Or you just don't, you don't want to play with people's time because you don't want nobody playing with your time, period. Now, <laughs> the next section was getting started, okay? Now, getting started is it's kind of one of the hardest things to do, taking that first step, especially taking that leap of faith. Especially when you're uncertain, when you don't really know what you're doing, when you don't really know where you're going, when you just you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? So when that's when fear comes up, that's when doubt comes up, and that's when pride comes up. Okay? And what when these three three things come up trying to stop you, really really see and where this is coming from, write it down and then try to re rewrite that thought if that makes sense. Like, let me see. <laughs> so write down the thought, deconstruct it, and then combat it with the truth. And then you say these things out loud. Let's say, let's say fear comes up and it says, you are, you cannot go out on stage and perform in front of these 500 people. You say, why can't I go out on stage and in front of these 500 people? Like, what's, there's literally nothing that's stopping me from going out and side of these 500 people but this fear but if you deconstruct it i can go out in front of these 500 people i am going to go out in front of these 500 people and i'm going to perform my behind off you know what i'm saying i'm going to i'm going to have a great performance in front of these 500 people i feel so great in performing in front of 500 people like something like that okay and there was like different types of fear doubt and pride he went into all those and it just really helped me see, like, there's nothing in your way except you, okay? And getting started, the thing you have to do is just to start. No matter how small your start is, don't matter. It don't matter because every step add up. If you got 100% and you only get 1% each day, baby, that's 100 days. After 100 days, you're going to be finished. You might not have got it done in two weeks, but you... If you didn't do the 1% each day, even if it's 0.5, baby, in 200 days, you're going to be done. You have to take those steps no matter how small they are. No matter how small they are. Starting is going to get you where you need to go. Okay. So the next one was getting promoted. So in order for you to get the job that you want, you have to be really good at the job that you currently have. You know what I'm saying? You can't be too focused on where you want to be if you're not enjoying and maximizing your potential right now. Okay, so if you're trying to be the CEO, but you're only the assistant, you have to be so good at being, a, at being an assistant that when that opportunity opens up to be a CEO, you're going to be the first the first person to look at, like, you know what you did really, and you did a really great job, even if you don't become the assistant, but you become the something else higher above that. You have to be good on what you do. You have to know your role, accept your role, and maximize your role. Okay, those are the three things that he said that you need to do in order to get promoted to where you want to go. Okay, and then some qualities of a good, of a person who is, um, <laughs> qualities of, someone who deserves a promotion is you have to be likable. Your people have to like you. Your coworkers have to like you. You have to present yourself in a very likable way. You have to be coachable. You have to take instruction and correction. You have to, 
You have to know how to listen to the people that are, I don't want to say above you, but the people who are ranked higher than you. You have to be able to take that constructive criticism. You have to know how to apply that constructive criticism and not be, not get, let your ego get the best of you. Like, I know what you're doing. Why are you telling me what to do? Anyways, you have to be coachable, okay? You also have to be reliable. You have to build a trust and you have to maintain your a great reputation with people. Nobody is going to call you if they know they can't call you. You know what I'm saying? If you fall through every time somebody calls you, they're not going to call you. And you also have to be adaptable. You have to be willing to change. You have to be flowing. You have to be... You have to be... I'm going to say malleable, but I don't know if that's the right word. But you have to allow yourself to be able to go with the flow and know that if something is subject to change, you have to be willing to. Okay? And be honorable. That was another thing he said. You have to have your integrity. Don't do anything that's going to compromise your integrity. Somebody literally told me that yesterday. They was like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything that compromises my integrity. No, not for any amount of money. Not for not for any status. Not for nothing. If it, if it goes against your morals, if it doesn't feel right to you, if you wouldn't want it done to you, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So... That was what he talked about with getting promoted and now obtaining your dream job, okay? The last kind of section of the book was, let's say you get an offer, right? Let's say offer for 200K a year and it's, um, it's your dream job, it's in your dream location, but... But you're pregnant and you know you need the support of your family. Is it the right time for you to go secure this bag for the 200K? Yeah, you got 200K, but now you're stressed out. You know what I'm saying? Now you don't have no support. Now you're lonely. Now you, you, you have to take the right job at the right time. Okay, and not just short term, but also long term. Okay, so make sure that your dream job is the right work, the right pay, the right environment where you can grow, the environment is healthy, you like your people around you, you like where you stay, and the right timing. It's okay. Don't jump at an opportunity just because the numbers are good or you feel like it's your dream job. You have to know that this everything is right. Check, 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 check. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're checking off the boxes, baby. And pace yourself. That's another thing he was saying. Um, um, <laughs> oh, okay. Another thing he said at the, towards the end of the book was giving yourself away. As your vision expands, so do your goals. So let's say you accomplished a goal. He gave the example of somebody climbing Mount Everest or climbing a mountain or whatever. And once they got to the top of the mountain, they could see so much more that they wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? They could see they see, see another mountain that they want to climb. The view is so great and the view expands when you get to the top. So you can do so much more once you accomplish that goal. Because once you do one thing, it's like, okay, bet, what's next? <laughs> you know? Well, okay, I'm here now. I didn't even know I could see this well while I'm here. I made it to this location. Now what's around me that I can see that I want to do now? 
and make sure you do everything with love. Do things because you love to do them. That's something I recently figured out with the um, human design. I need to do things that I love. If I don't love doing it, if I don't love the idea of it, if I'm not head over heels, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not truly enjoying something that I'm doing, it's not for me. And that's okay. It's not for me. It might make me a lot of money. You know, it might make me... That's all I can think of that I would used to do something that I didn't really want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might make other people happy. But what about me? Am I in love with what I'm doing? Am I happy with what I'm doing? got to do everything you do with love. And the more you fill yourself with love, the more you surround yourself with love and do the things that you love, the more, the more your world will just light up, okay? Ooh, okay, another thing he said was help people get what they want and you'll always have what you need. When you're doing things for other people, don't think about, hmm, what can I get out of this? You know what I'm saying? Do stuff sincerely because you want to help somebody. If it ain't sincere, baby, oh dear. <laughs> now I'm playing, but yeah, this was this was a really, a really good book. A really good book to just put into perspective of all the things that I can do and how I can do them and get paid to do them and make a living loving. All right. So if you want to read this book, I highly suggest it. Um, Purpose is Paycheck by Paycheck to Purpose by King Coleman from Paycheck to Purpose by King Coleman and let me know what you think Um, I love you and I'll call you back